Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, the deadline's over. Lakers, zero trades are going to look at the buyout market. So I thought I'd do a fun podcast. Myself, J.D. Jackson, the Russell Westbrook fan, versus Q, the Lakers fan, right here on the West Wolf Podcast. So, guys, please, please hit that subscribe button. And remember, go check out my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Got plenty of liquor content over there as well. But, guys, let's get right into it. Okay, okay. Laker Fan Q, how's it going, man? How's it going, bro? What's up, man? It's going well, man. I appreciate you coming on uh, to talk hoops, to talk Lakers. Um, first question I would like to ask, man, just to get things started is, uh, obviously the trade deadline ended yesterday, the 10th at 3 PM Eastern, the Los Angeles Lakers did not, uh, make a move at all. Um, how did you feel at about 3.01 PM Eastern standard time when there was no deal on the, um, that went through for the Los Angeles Lakers? Um, man, I was, I was kind of disappointed but realistically, we didn't have it. We didn't have that many assets to move. Right. Um, yeah. They, for the most part, um, we can get to Westbrook in a second. Um, you had THT, um, who's um, besides he did, you know, hit a ton of threes in the, in the, in the latest game uh, versus the Blazers. However, he he still had quite a few turnovers, and so he didn't have the value he had now that he did at the beginning of the season and last yeah. year. Um, none has yet to play. Look, I'm a believer. He won't play this season. They keep pushing it back. I've been saying that since December. Um, so there wasn't a whole lot of assets. Now, as far as Russell Westbrook, were you surprised that Russell Westbrook was not, uh, uh, dealt, um, by the end of the trade deadline? Was I surprised? Um, I, I, I wasn't surprised. Um, I think LeBron wanted Russ. I think AD wanted Russ. And I think they want to make it work. So, no, I wasn't surprised. Good deal. Good deal. I, I was not either. Um, I was of the mindset that he will remain uh, a Laker, um, despite all the rumblings and, and fan frustration. And look, I understand the fan frustration. Um, to this point, it has not glued together the way – I think both Russell Westbrook fans and Lakers fans would have hoped. Um, I'm just a guy that that I don't like to leave out context. Uh, 15 games is not a lot of games to play together. It's not. It's not. Uh, 330 minutes is not. I mean, that's a little over six games together uh, with them on the floor. Um, so, yes, it hasn't been what we've hoped, but um, I am holding out hope that they can figure this out, especially in the aftermath of, uh, look, I think it matters that the trade deadline is over and that is not uh, seeping into Russell Westbrook's head. Look, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, they both know they were never going to go anywhere. Um, that isn't the case for Russell Westbrook. Um, so I think it helps him specifically that it's over. He doesn't have to at least worry about that part. Um, so, look, man, I'm, I'm of the mindset they've got to do this together. Um, yeah. despite everything else, um, they've got to do this together. So let's move into that. You know, do you think, uh, from a Lakers standpoint, watching the games, 15 games together, 336 minutes, do you believe that big three, 360 can figure it out together? 
I I believe they can. I just feel like a few things need to change with the offensive schemes. Um, I think we can get Russ a little bit more involved. You know, we can get um, Russ in the AD two-man game going somewhere too. Um, I think the coaching needs to be better as well. Uh, I definitely agree. Um, and for all Lakers fans who are, who are going to listen to this podcast, the your Laker fan Q did not betray you by saying that no, he's not. Saying, yeah, he's because I know you're not saying take the ball out of LeBron's hands. No one with no, the no, no. brain is saying that. We're just saying he can be more involved in the yeah. offense rather than stand in the corner or be in the dunker spot or yeah. you can. You can make sure you maximize Russell Westbrook by still making sure that Anthony Davis and and LeBron James are who they are. Um, yeah. And I 100% agree with that. I think they can involve him more. Um, I think they can get him going in some actions where he's going downhill at full speed to help him. Um, I think we can get him I, on a block too. Yes. Post up. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like um, we're we're not really utilizing him. <laughs> yes. One of the best post-up point guards to ever play the game. And we basically don't use it at all. Um, And I'll see if you agree. I'll say this. And when we say get him involved, I don't believe it's one of those possessions where LeBron or AD or Monk or someone just passes him the ball and then everyone stands on the other side of the court and just watches him. Like, that that doesn't really help him either. (laughs) Um, Because he does get those possessions. And uh, that's, that's that's not promoting movement player movement, ball movement at all. Um, so I do think that um, they could definitely do better on the offensive end as well. Um, now, as far as as far as far coaching is concerned, I'll say my piece first. Um, <laughs> I am not going to say that Frank Vogel isn't an NBA coach. I am not going to say he hasn't won a championship. He did. I'm not going to sit here and be egregious and say all of that. However... I do not believe Frank Vogel is the right coach for this roster. This roster does not have Russo, Casey, KCP, Kuzma. They don't have those guys. Um, this is a this is a team that, if the lineups are correct, can score a ton of points. They're never going to be one in defense. It's not going to happen. It's not. It's not the right team. So my mindset is: I don't believe he's the right coach for this roster. He definitely isn't for Russell Westbrook. I don't, my personal opinion, I don't think Vogel wanted Russell Westbrook here from the beginning. That's just me. Um, nonetheless, they have him. Um, but I don't think Vogel's going anywhere this season. So I think it's a two-part question. Do you believe that Vogel is going, he's capable of figuring it out with this roster? And second, do you think he's fired or do you think he remains? I think he's fired after the season. Um, I don't know. He's like, to me, he's not good at adjusting or making adjustments. And his offensive schemes are like terrible. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, he's um, he's definitely – he doesn't really make adjustments. Um, I'm going to gripe on the media, the Lakers media just a little bit here, and I know I might get – get crucified for this but and as far as i can see now i've only 
follow Lakers this closely, obviously this season, I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. So you correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but it appears as if the Lakers media, they pretty much only ask Frank Vogel, like, how does he feel about the loss? How does he feel about the win? Or something about Russell Westbrook this season or something about who else was struggling for the game, right? They never ask him any X's and O's questions that I can see. That bothers me because everything Vogel does as far as adjustments and rotations to me is questionable at best. So why don't they? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I just don't see them ask him those kind of questions. I don't see it either. I don't know why. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's an agenda they're trying to push. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's um, that's that's my 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 gripe because the media matters, and yeah, if everything asked is a Westbrook versus Vogel thing, then that's mm-hmm. what what the Lakers fan base, being as vast as it is all over the nation and the world, it is going. That's what the narrative is going to be. Rather than ask him, well, why did you put in Reeves at in the fourth quarter with three minutes left? Russell Westbrook find him for a three versus the Hornets, and then you immediately take him out for Avery Bradley. No one asked him that. Like, and that bothered me because I said, You pulled Reeves for what? It he just walked in. Russ finds him for a three. We're in a close game versus the Hornets. You immediately yank him the next possession to put Avery Bradley back in. They never asked him those questions ever. And that because then the narrative will change to we just have to play the right lineups rather than no, this team is trash because we have Russell Westbrook, which is the narrative now. Um, yeah, it's, it's not true. <laughs> it's not true. It's a bunch of things. Um, I'm not a fan of, you know, I see like other Laker fans blaming Westbrook. Um, but to be honest, he's doing what we're asking him to do. And we're not asking him. We're not utilizing his, all of his strengths. Like, he's still playmaking. He's still rebounding. He's still defending. But he's a rhythm player. And it's like sometimes he's in the corner for most of the game and he's not involved. In, I don't like that. That, that's what I see as well. I'm, I'm glad that we agree on this. And that's why we did this podcast. The Laker fan, Westbrook fan, so it's unbiased. And that is what I see as well. Um, it's as he is, the again, the false narrative also is he's not making any adjustments at all and he need, or any sacrifices. And Russell Westbrook he has made his sacrifices. Game, exactly. I've been he's watching him for a while. Uh-huh. He sacrificed a lot of his game. The problem is people are not seeing it because what they're asking him to do are not what his strengths are. So they don't line up. So yeah. like you said, he's, I mean, they're asking him to stand in the corner. He's doing that. They're asking him to be in the dunker spot. He's doing that. They just don't see it because those aren't his strengths. So you're not getting the production you want out of that because it, that isn't what he's great at. Um, and so that's what I see as well. And this is not to say, and we'll move to this segment, this is not to say that Russell Westbrook's been great this season. He has not. Um, he's had some really good games, I believe, as a, as, a, as a Westbrook fan. I don't think he's a lone issue. But I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, uh, he, he hasn't missed layups 
or he hasn't turned the ball over too much in some games. He's definitely done that. Um, but I, I just think you can alleviate some of the mistakes he makes if he's with the right lineups, because a lot of these times, these lineups are the reason why. I mean, look at LeBron. LeBron turned the ball over. Russell Westbrook did not play. And like a fan's gonna get mad that I'm talking about this game, but yeah, he yeah, didn't like play. Numbers, right? <laughs> <laughs> he did not play. And LeBron turned the ball over and THT and Monk a lot because those lineups are not ideal as far they're just not. It doesn't matter who's playing point guard. Those lineups that Vogel puts out there with THT, Russell Westbrook, and Avery Bradley, or in that game, THT. Stanley Johnson, uh, LeBron James, like those, there's not a lot of space in those lineups to work. So you're going to turn the ball over. It's just going to happen um, naturally because they have the ball a lot. Um, But it's not to say that like Russ Westbrook's had a great season. He hasn't. No, I don't think any Russ fan will tell you that. He most definitely has not. Um, I just think that both things can be true. I can say, no, he hasn't been great this season and then say, but I think these things can help. Um, and I think the spacing can help. I think rotations can help. Um, I don't, what do you feel about Russell Westbrook off the bench? Do you think that that solves um, the Lakers problems or what is your mindset on that? It's not going to solve anything if we're going to use him, however, how we've been using them all season, in my opinion. Uh, that's my thought. Uh, I don't think bringing him off the bench is going to fix the defense at all. I don't think bringing him off the bench is going to fix effort at all. Then I'm going to go on a rant here. I'll go to rant here. I'm a, I'll say it right now. The, the, this team overall energy is putrid. One through 12. Okay. Yeah, Everybody, one through 12, everyone does it. I'll start with Russell Westbrook because I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. Russell Westbrook, after you miss a layup or a dunk you feel like you should have made, stop standing there and looking at your hand like you don't know what the hell happened. LeBron James, after you go make a layup or miss a layup, stop trotting back to or sitting on someone's lap because you got hit in the eye. Stop. It's just everybody. AD, same thing. <laughs> yeah, man, they do a lot of complaining. And a lot of them coming back on defense. <laughs> no, every every oh, last wow. one. Every game. So, you know, and I know people like to point out when Russell Westbrook does it, but they, they all, all do it. Doing that. They all do it. Um, and so the overall energy is just bad, um, which is why I think there needs to be a new voice. However, I agree with you. I think Vogel finishes this season. Um, I do think it's a so I don't think benching Russ fixes, fixes the energy. He is the energizer buddy. Like that's just, it, I, but um, I don't think fix, benching him fixes the defense. I don't think benching him fixes spacing um, because I mean, I guess you can bench him. You're going to, okay. So if they bench him, you start who? So LeBron's your four slash your point forward. So he's going to have the ball. You're going to start Monk, AD, Stanley, and Avery Bradley. Is that what – I'm trying to think of what Vogel would do. How does that fix space? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that, that fixes no spacing. I just – and as you can see, um, 
it didn't it didn't cut down turnovers by Russell Westbrook not playing. That I mean that it didn't hurt, it didn't stop that versus a clearly tanking basketball team in the Portland Trailblazers. I just don't think it fixes. It's not to say that Russell Westbrook hasn't had his struggles. I just don't think benching him fixes anything that is the major Lakers issues. Um, now, as far as now, what, what do you, what would you say? And I give you the floor. What would you say is, you know, I have my mindset of what I, let's say top three. What would you say are your top three issues with the Lakers that you think an improvement in the area would significantly, uh, make the team better? Playing the guys that actually play a little defense and work hard. Um, we can come out the game with some more energy. Yes. The energy is terrible. Every game, I don't like it. It's terrible. They wait till they're like down like 15 to 20 to start trying to play some basketball. Agreed. Um, and put some better lineups out on the floor, man. I definitely agree with that as well. Um, I, I, I think that you're right. Energy, defense, lineups. Energy, defense, lineups, um, which means we're putting a lot of the responsibility on the players. Like, yes, Vogel, lineups, that it is bad. But that, we're also not leaving out the fact, like, the players still got to go out there and play. So play. you guys got to play. Giving up wide open threes where everybody's standing in the paint is not okay. That happens every game, and they all do it. Um, now I do think scheme, I, this whole drop coverage, I don't know. I guess that's what Vogel used last year. Stupid. I, yeah. I think they need to switch more. That's just me. Um, this drop coverage. And then I don't know, but then when they start to switching, then they all get to staying in the paint. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Our bigs, our bigs aren't mobile. The rotations are trash. So, and oftentimes they it's a mess, man. It is. It's very bad. <laughs> um, and oftentimes I see them, and I'm like, uh, "Those two people are confused. Like, yeah, don't look lot. at each other. Like, I thought you were supposed to make the rotation. Like, you can tell that. Like, that's what they're thinking. I, I thought that rotation was you. Wait, that was me. Um, so they look confused, and I'm thinking, uh, how intricate is Vogel's defense? They look very confused out there. Um, I, I just – and then there's basic rotations they don't make. Um, and I'm still not sure if they're – if – I think the low man on the Lakers takes the paint. Am I correct mm -hmm. in that assumption with Vogel's defense? Yeah. Okay. So he has the low man take the paint. However, because of his speed, I've noticed a lot that – Russell Westbrook will be the low man, so he takes the paint. Mm -hmm. But when there's a cross-court corner pass, Russ is racing from one side of the paint all the way to the opposite corner. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that's how a lot of wide-open threes are had for the Los Angeles – against the Los Angeles Lakers. And I'm thinking there's no way that they think that that man is supposed to make it to the corner in time. Yeah. Um, but – so scheme matters as well. Um, but uh, that's pretty much uh, – look, 
me and you are in agreement with a lot of these things. And last but not least, again, I think the key word is together. Yeah, like, man, they got to play for each other, man. Correct. Um, it's Look, the deadline is over. Everyone's staying here unless someone gets released, which that wouldn't be anyone but like DJ maybe. Um, but this is the team. The deadline's over. 360, look, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis need to have a very strong, clear, and honest conversation between the three of them and say, look, we got to do this together, period. It doesn't, the rest of that stuff doesn't matter. All the noise, media fans, it doesn't matter. We, all three of us are lock Hall of Famers. There is no, we are all three top 75 players ever to play the game of basketball. There is no reason why we should be the nine seed. We got to fix that, period. Along with everybody else, Monk, Reeves, Mello, everybody else too. THT, he, he's here to stay. Um, and I think they need to have those conversations and just say, look, I understand that so far this season, and, that's, and I don't want to leave out Vogel. Maybe the three of them need to go to Vogel together and say, hey, Look, I understand you're trying to maximize these two, but you're sacrificing a lot of what makes Russell Westbrook great. We need you to figure out the way to make all three of us great. That's what we need to do. So whatever lineups or however rotations you need to do, um, I think that's what Vogel needs to figure out. AD's come back, man. He was a little bit less. He was a little he's, – he's thinner, and he's been hooping. You know what I'm saying? He lost a little weight while he was injured. I don't know how he did that, but that's what happened. <laughs> um <laughs> And he came back and he's a beast. And LeBron is LeBron. Um, but you need your third star. Yeah, you and him sitting him in the corner doesn't help. Uh, and so I'm, I'm happy that the deadline's over because I think that maybe now the team can meet and say, look, we got to do this together. Yeah. The deadline's over. Let's rock. Um. And it would be great if they came out and made a statement versus the Golden State Warriors. Now, I'm expecting to lose by 50. Now, <laughs> I, I said 30. <laughs> I said 30. We'll see. <laughs> but it would be real nice for them to come out and make a statement post-deadline like, all right, so everybody's head, you know, you know, everybody's head straight. What did, what did LeBron call it? Fog? Foggy? Whatever. Look, everybody's head straight. Everybody's clear now. Deadline's over. We'll come right here. We're going to hoop. And Vogel's going to figure out the right lineups to play. Please please figure out the right lineups to play. Um, and hopefully they make a statement. And I would like that a lot. I really would. Um, but I'm glad we're in agreement. Um, Russell Westbrook fan versus Laker fan. And guys, that was the point. We're naming the, the podcast that because the point is we are all in this together. I should want what's best for the Lakers. The Lakers fans should want what's best for Westbrook because that's the only way we're going anywhere. Q, man, you have anything else that you want to say about the Lakers, Russell Westbrook, get off your chest, positive, negative, whatever, um, before we end the podcast? I just hope we can finish the second half of the season strong, get in a good rhythm, and make a push in the playoffs. Man, me too, man. I really do. Um did you want to plug your, your Twitter, anything you're working on, anything like that before we get out of here? Oh, yeah, man. Y'all can follow me at um, OG Lakerhead. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, appreciate it, Q, man. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, man. Maybe we'll do it again. All right, man. Nice talking to you. You too. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. Q, man, I want to say I appreciate you coming on. I really, really do. Um, guys, remember, hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. Also, make sure you go check out my YouTube channel, j Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, I'm also going today at noon central do a spaces on Twitter, so make sure you hit that up. But guys, I appreciate you so much. J.D. Jackson. And as always, until next time, peace.